Welcome to the Push Through Podcast, where we have a weekly discussion with a trailblazer in the cabinet industry. This is not shop talk or tool reviews. This is about business, entrepreneurs, and everything in between. Join us for the ride at altcab.com. That's U-L-T-C-A-B.com, where you can find in-depth articles and show notes from each episode. Get ready for the Push Through and your host, Jeff Finney. Dominic, thanks for joining us today. I am uh, I'm excited to have you here because this has kind of been a long time in the making. Uh, you with you and your podcast, and me and mine. It's it's about time we finally connected, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about what you do as a as a coach in the cabinet business and what a business coach is and all that good stuff. But first, Dominic, welcome to the show, and tell us about tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm. Uh business owner just like you. And I thought that, uh, you know, there was a missing piece for tradespeople for sure. Uh, business owner, tradespeople that I wanted to fill. And so I started a podcast that actually came out of, as, as you've already mentioned, my business coaching background. I see. And uh, how long have you been doing the podcast? Well, the podcast is a little over a year old, but I've been a business coach since the turn of the century. Oh, that's <laughs> since, great. Since, uh, <laughs> so, since the the year two thousand. So your name is really long. Go ahead and tell me tell me the name of your business and your your dot com and everything. Yeah. So the, the the name of the podcast is Cabinet Maker Profit System. Uh, the website's the same name, CabinetMakerProfitSystem dot com, and uh, it's it's a place where people that are in this industry, you know, that, that you and I know and love. Uh, that are owners, whether they're architectural mill workers or whether they're, uh, you know, uh, anything with finished wood products, running a shop, doing installs, We've got lots of countertop people. I actually, believe it or not, have lots of other mm-hmm. trades that are listening because it's business owner focused. I've got tons of other trades listening just to get the good stuff. Well, so many of the principles that I think we both speak about and learn about and are passionate about, um, you know, they, they overlap into so many different industries and maybe we're manufacturing heavy, but it's still the principles, the core principles, they, they apply across business owners of all different trades. So, I mean, I think it's what you're doing is, is, is a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And pe- you know, people like it. We get, so we get lots of subscribers and they, it always increases. But what, what I like the most is we get a lot of feedback. Um, I get lots of emails or questions from the listeners and those are fun. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I started out in, so I had a business coach. I've had a business coach for the last two and a half, maybe three years, give or take, a guy out of Norman, and he's been on the show before as well. And um, we still coach every week. We have a weekly conversation, and it's a very focused, agenda-driven, um, you know, we're always working on something very hard, and it's my time to just buckle down and really focus on what's important in my business right then. And it, and it's, and it's also like an accountability session as well, which a lot of business owners, whether you want to admit it or not, don't have that accountability to, to anybody. So that, that business coach kind of holds your feet to the fire. And I like to use the analogy of, you know, whenever I was in sports and playing baseball growing up, I had a pitching coach and a hitting coach and a head coach and assistant coach. But when I was in business, I got yeah nothing. You know, and yeah. and I think that's and there's where more on the line. there's and there's a lot more on the line. You know, I mean, I, I was worried about breaking a knee back then, but now you know it's it's something completely different. So, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about first of all. I could see some people that are outside looking in at the business coaching world. I could see them 
maybe thinking it's a bit uncalled for or hokey or whatever. So t- let's take some of that out of it and take some of the the stigma away from it. First of all, and tell us a little bit about a process from a new pers- new customer's perspective that's never been down the road of coaching before. Sure, sure. Well, you know, one of the things we'll start with is a misconception about coaching. And uh, I think people often think that it's rainbows and unicorns and uh, <laughs> lucky charms. And I'm going to talk about their feelings. I, I, I'm not that guy. <laughs> no, right. People bring me in because they want to move the needle somehow. Uh, right. so the only feeling we're going to talk about is you, how are you going to feel when you, you know, make more money or have more time off. And But everything drives towards that. And the... the you know what I've noticed is that people that are used to running at a high level, whether they're in sports or maybe in music or, you know, they're just used to being a high performer. They're always looking for the edge. Those are the first kinds of people that look for a coach, probably just like yourself when you found your coach. Right. I'd agree with that a hundred percent because it's almost like you get to this point in your career, or at least I did that things were moving in my direction. We were still growing a little bit, but I was finding that void of, um, or I was finding that there was a void in my personal growth that I just didn't understand how to feel and how to get to the next level. And I think that's the perspective that I was looking at from a coach that talked to so yeah. many other businesses that has this accumulated experience that just makes it, uh, you know, and, and, and on top of that's relatable. You know, he was very relatable to my circumstance, whereas sometimes as a business owner, we're, we're kind of on an island. You know, there's there's not yeah. a lot of people like us out there. No, it's that actually in itself is the hardest thing to find is is because uh, there's lots of business coaches out there. But I, sure. I would suggest anybody go find one that is actually a business owner. Yeah, because that's different. You, you can be a book learning business coach, but that's mm-hmm. not usually what you're looking for. Right. And, uh, you know, I like to remind people that uh, it's a saying that I didn't coin and I, I can't even remember where it came from. But King Arthur had a round table because he needed those nights input and opinion. That's great. And strong leaders have always sought wise counsel. Uh, uh, even though it's a bit of a dramatic show, if you look at Game of Thrones, all of those crazy leaders, they still have people they trust who are in the back corner guiding them through. Like, uh, geez, an Italian guy shouldn't use this example, but like a consigliere, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got to have somebody you trust who, when the doors are closed, you can speak openly and honestly with. And that is lockdown and confidentiality. And the only person that your coach cares about is you. Right. So that's, 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 that's a great way to look at it. I mean, you just, you've got to have a supporting cast that, that is there in your corner and not only in your corner, but just pushing you to do what you, they know you can do, you know I mean? To get you to your best. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a, a coach and, uh, is somebody who's there to support you. Who's going to show you, guide you, uh, light up the way that you need lit for where you're going. And yeah. almost everybody else around you in your life is there for where you are today. Yeah. So, you know, when you're getting a new customer or a new client and um, this talking about coaching, what are some of the, and not even necessarily a new client, but what's some of the core uh, topics that you kind of like to cover and like to delve into to really get somebody fired up about wanting to to understand the importance of having a coach? Well, I, you know, they, so they understand the importance of having a coach, I think, as we get to know each other, because quite often when I first meet people, they don't, you know, there are, there are some people out there like yourself who've had a coach before. Sure. So there's some business owners, they're on their second or third business coach. Right. 
And then there's others who who go back to the same coach. You know, they're on for a couple of years. They're off for a couple of years. That's cool, too. And then there's still a lot of business owners who've never used a coach. Sure. And what I what I have to remember is that their full time job, you know, any of my clients is not getting coached. Yes. Their full time job is running the business, whatever it is. My full time job happens to be being a business coach. So for me, the difficulty is in making sure that once we figure out their goals, like what they really want, and obviously, you know, coaches have tools for getting goals out of you. It's not normal language for most people. No. But then we've got to break it down into small enough parts that they can be picked away at every single week. Right. Little, just little things. So you, um, you told me recently that you were part of the. You kind of learned or trained under some of the Brian Tracy principles and was part of his network. Tell us a little bit about that relationship because I think uh, if you've done any reading or learning outside of, um, you know, like on Amazon or whatever, you, you run into Brian Tracy's content regular and often, and he's, he's such a great resource. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people here have heard Brian's content. They might even have his cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's back right. In the day. So when I started, I actually started with a company called Action Coach. This was a long time ago in the year 2000. And then I, uh, I became a trainer. And so I, I, I was still running my coaching practice, but I became a trainer and I, I was showing other coaches how to run, uh, not just run their business, but how to get client results. So I did that for a number of years, but then I started another company. <laughs> this is where it gets a little convoluted. I had a side business that was selling junk on eBay. Okay. Like just used, used stuff. Calculators, believe it or not. Mm-hmm used LED calculators and ColecoVision games and systems. And, wow. and, uh, and so when I became a business coach, I would train all my, you know, show my clients these tricks for how to turn their business around while they're running it. And I thought, well, why don't I do it for this own, my own little business? So I did. And through a very long series of events, I turned that eBay business into an online bookseller. And then that online bookseller became a, a large mail order pharmaceutical company called CanadaPharmacy.com. And uh, in four years, I got it up to 120 million U.S. in revenues. Wow. Uh, we were not a dot-com bubble. It was a mail order fulfillment house for, for uh, over-the-counter medications. Huh. And I, after I sold that, uh, somebody that I had met when I was a business coach at Action had partnered up with Brian Tracy. And they had six franchisees. And so over the last... 13 years now, I've grown the Brian Tracy franchise to 237 around the world. So I've, I've, my career is actually training business coaches. I just love being a business coach too. So you've got, you've got kind of both roles. You, you set up new franchises with Brian Tracy and then, uh, and then coach individual clients as well. Yeah. Well, and, and so this is something your, your listeners might want to know as well, but I've sold two companies in the last 15 years. So mm-hmm. I sold my mail order pharmacy and I'm in the process now of selling my position at uh, the Brian Tracy franchise. I love uh, it there. I love all of our coaches, but I, I was traveling way too much and my family, sure. I'm a dad and then I'm everything else. And right. for far too long, I was an executive running a franchise and a dad was way down the list and that was not... That was not working for my kids or my wife or me, so I, I, yeah. I had to change it. So most of coaching is 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 remote, um, you know, so you can do it over the phone, which is great, and maybe with the occasional meeting. But tell us about your typical customer. Where where's your customer come from? What's the uh, your demographic or whatever you want to call it? Who's your core customer? Yeah, well, so my core customer is tradespeople, and it's not just you know. I know the cabinet maker profit system podcast makes you think. 
I only work with cabinet makers. But but what happens is other we were talking about this before other business owners are listening. So I get phone calls or requests and people start conversations with me or I'll speak at a at a convention and then I meet people there. And if we resonate and if they're looking to make a change in their business, then then we start that conversation. Um, and I think the second part of your question is, what do we do with those clients? Right. Right? Yeah. Right. You know, this is going to sound a little bit funny, but my first job is to slow them down and have them look around. And and that's the the part where we call it strategic planning, but it's putting a business plan in place for the business owner, but it's a living, breathing business plan. It's not that really nice one that you put in a leather binder and put on the shelf and you never go look at again. Right. Yeah. Instead, we turn that into a into a document that we review quarterly and we talk about weekly. So what's what's the importance of, of that in in your in your thought process of having that? So you're you're creating a business plan because most business owners don't really have a business plan, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, and so you're using that document for what? Is that to drive the vision or to create the vision or? It is. How? Yeah, okay. it is. And it's you remember the accountability you talked about a minute ago. Right. I, I'm not here to hold you or anybody accountable to something that I want. Because it's not my business, it's yours. So we use the strategic planning to tease the information out of the business owner what they want. I see. And then we write it down. And and I've you know, I'm a business owner too. I'm just as guilty of I chase squirrels all over the place. Shiny mm-hmm. object, I'm going for it. And so it happens to business owners too. They're gonna say one day, uh, listen, we gotta get more efficient on the floor. So they do one thing halfway to get more efficient on the floor, and then they go, Ah, our accounts receivable needs help. So the next week they do something maybe about accounts receivable or they have a meeting and then things just start to peter off. Yeah, that's right. And that's, that's a huge, that's a huge problem just all over. And if you don't, it's, it's great. I mean, every business owner I would imagine can identify that problem or that area that's sticking out like a sore thumb, but the, the, the kicker or the hard part is actually fixing that for good. I mean, like fixing that and making it work seamlessly. Yeah. And so that's, it it sounds like you have a baseball background. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So you'll like this analogy. My job is actually to show you how to hit singles. Yeah. Every, but you hit a single every week, every single time. Yeah. So I, I won't show you how to, how to save time and to take a day off. What I'll show you is how to take an hour off by saving you, um, showing, showing you or helping you find 20 ways to save three minutes. Yeah. There you go. And there's your hour. And it's and the it, same with money. And that's what it is. Uh, the, the big things lie in how we do the little things. And that's, that is yeah. so hard to convey. But, man, that's where the coach comes in is just to help you. Usually just through conversation, you can get it out of them what's, what, what that problem is. And then you can start figuring out how to fix it just a little bit at a time. Yeah. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So, uh, going to catch you a little off guard here, but what, you know, give me, give me a success story or something, you know, maybe somebody you started out with that was in a bad way and then you've, you've helped get through the, the woes of business or, you know, give me, give me some kind of a success story that you've had. Yeah. Well, I'll start off. So this one won't be for cabinet makers. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Anything. Just Cause it's, cause it actually comes from below success to success. So not, mm-hmm. not that they started out, they were doing okay. So this was a, a family HVAC company. So every every city's got it, you know, so-and-so and sons HVAC. There you go. And so uh, the sons started working with dad and, you know, everything was great. And then dad decides it's time to retire. 
so he sells the company to the the two boys and uh as dads often do when they sell the business to their kids he gives them a payment plan right right he doesn't say give me the big check he says just pay me every month boys i'm going golfing with mom <laughs> look at the way they go there you go yeah so a few years later the dad passes away which is sad and tragic and not the point of the story uh what where things started the wheels come off the bus is one of the brothers died Mm. In about a six month span, he went from, I don't feel good to he passed away. Mm. And it was an amazing amount of stress, unbelievable, just crippling stress on the remaining uh, brother who felt he had a family legacy to uphold. And this is where I come into the story is that he was now felt, I mean, he had to continue payments to mom as you would, but he also had to support his sister-in-law and his niece and nephew. Oh, and by the way, he has a family too. Oh, and by the way, I'm running a company. Yeah. And so the the amount of stress and strain that this poor guy was under, I, I don't think you could write a TV show that showed you how bad it was. And so under in, in this stressful situation, he actually became a real micromanager of his guys. Uh, so he insisted and he had a talented team of guys because this is a two generation business now right guys with yeah. him for a long time but he insisted when they walked into a house and they're in front of the furnace or whatever they had to phone him and he would tell them what to do so he just became a crazy micro by his own words crazy micromanager so we started to put systems in place and uh, everything for him was about the legacy that his father had left and his responsibility to that. And and so just trying to break him from that, Jeff, was mm-hmm. why are you, you know, insisting on this high technical standard when there's a technical standard for the industry? Why are you insisting on achieving it or oh, overachieving it? And I and I came back and I'm like, what, what do the customers want? And he's like, they want us to be technically proficient and excellent and know how to root this valve and that nodule. And okay. So, well, why don't we survey the customers and see what they want? And what came back from the clients was crazy. Take your boots off in my house, Mm. show up on time and bill me what you said you were going to bill me. Right. And that, that conversation, like finding out that info and that conversation, it made him sit back in his chair for probably a month worth of meetings. Like he couldn't believe that that's all people wanted. Anyways, we weren't focusing on increasing sales, but his profit, so cash and jeans, went from he was losing money when we started. Like mm-hmm. he shouldn't shouldn't have even started with me, but he needed to. And he, I think he was like ninety seven grand up the first year, uh, one twenty, one fifty, uh, second and third right. year. And this is cash and jeans after operating costs and everything. But he'd been in – like he had just been sinking into the negative. It was just a horrendous situation. Anyways, that's business coaching. You know, you start with a plan, that strategic plan, which is make your business plan come to life and just keep revisiting it. And then just do the little things every week or every two weeks as people need and uh, and just pick away at it. Yeah, and it's not, a, it's not an overnight success obviously. I mean that, that took you months or maybe years to get to that point. But I mean it's, it's just starting the process is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to watch, but impossible to walk away from. As a coach, I can't I can't meet that guy and not help him. No, no. That's I mean, that's that's as a coach, that should be that situation should almost be your calling. <laughs> yeah, I think coaching is my calling. I think it yeah, is. That's great. Yeah. And, and you said you've been doing the coaching bit for since 2000. Yeah. So 19 years. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's that's quite a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Dominic, before we uh, before we wind up here, I got uh, I'm kind of a big one thing guy, so you know, big on just focusing on one thing until I crank it out and I get it done, and and then I focus on the next big one thing that you know kind of makes my life easier. So, if you was to boil this conversation down into something that you know, what's the one thing that business owners can do right now to maybe evaluate their situation or uh, see if they're in a position to want to become a, a, a have a business coach you know what's that one thing that our our listeners could look at right now that that would help them the most so what's the one thing they should know about themselves before they went and looked for a coach sure something that effect that would just give them what's the one takeaway here today for you know just introducing people to business coaching um there's there's so, so many different ways that people come into coaching like for needs right they need more time they need more money they need a better team but i would say if you feel like you're maxed like if you're saying to yourself, I'm scattered or look, Dom, we're a $2 million business in a $2 million market. You know, any of those things that tell you there's a ceiling above you, that's when you need to go look for a coach. Yeah, I would agree with that. So if there, it doesn't necessarily have to be that your business is doing poorly or you're not successful or whatever. I mean, great businesses can also have the room for a coach because there's always room to improve, right? I've got, I've got, I know you want to wrap this up, but I've got a client right now that's making nothing but money. Okay. And and I'm not the reason they're making nothing but money. They run a really, really efficient, smart operation. And just the other day after one of our very formulaic, uh, we're going to hold each other accountable. What are we working on this week meetings? They pulled me aside and said, we've got another division. Can you do the same thing there? And these guys are just smart. Capital S M A R T. They're making yeah. nothing but money, but they know that discipline and and it's a family business as well. So the legacy aspect is there. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, okay, this works. Let's do more of it. Right. So it's not yeah. just for it's, it's for both. It's for anybody that's in business that um, thinks that they could just wants more. I mean, that's all there is to it. You just want more out of yourself and out of your business. That's why you get somebody like Dominic, that's an outside perspective, and it's it's a great a great opportunity for anybody. Well, Dominic, uh, man, it's been a great conversation. I'm super glad you're on the podcast, and um, you know, tell us how to connect with you. What's the best way to get in touch with you and, and learn more about what you do? My team does so much self-promotion, I get sick of it myself. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm relatively easy to find. But uh, So my name is Dominic Rubino, spelled like any other Italian guy would spell it. But you can also find me at cabinetmakerprofitsystem.com. And that's there's some free downloads on the website. i got to tell you, one of the most popular downloads is there's a, I have a finance and forecast meeting script and agenda that an owner can, it's a free download, you download it, but it tells you how to bring your team together and talk about money. You know, money's cold, but talking about money is hot. That's right. And so I like to have scripts wherever I can to just show people how to how to have the meeting. So uh, go to the website, cabinetmakerprofitsystem.com. There's a, if you bump your elbow, you'll find a link to contact me and that's how you reach me. Sure, okay, great. And I think I ran across you on LinkedIn, so obviously you're on all the social networks and this will be, in the show notes and uh one last question dominic do you uh do you follow any resources or do you have a favorite book or anything that you could put us on to mm. i've been i'm a big fan of podcasts no joke and no pun intended i just find it very time efficient yes and so i listen to freakonomics radio a lot that's great yeah a good stuff lot. i like that my guilty pleasure is joe rogan and the meat eater podcast those two are my guilty pleasure okay but uh, but i listen to lots of um 
uh, of audiobooks as well. Um, and uh, I'm just rereading a book that I think you know, which is Two Second Lean. Gotta love and, it. And then Sun Tzu's Art of War. Okay. I haven't I haven't read that one yet, so that you've just put another one on my list. <laughs> Love I, it. I, I buy Audible credits in bulk, so um, <laughs> I, I I download a lot of books and, and listen to a lot of books. But it's it's just something I get into. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, Dom, thanks for being on the show again. I sure appreciate it, and we'll uh, look forward to seeing you in the future. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great All day. Right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.